hello and it's like it is my talk show hello and welcome to another episode <laughs> that's how I start though I don't even know how to start these podcasts off anymore unless it's like with that little headline but hey hi hello and welcome to <laughs> silence redefined um with your host Annie and Beck. and I think we won't make it I, we didn't chat about this but this could be our last but last episode before the year or maybe we've got one in next week as well but I cannot believe how quickly this last two weeks are flying by. Well, the year has gone quick, but I just feel like December's just boom. It's like, it's here. Oh, right. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, because it's the 12th I, today. So then I think it's because we write off the last week of December because it's like, yeah. I don't think that exists because like December is to me Christmas, which means it ends after three weeks. And then it's like, and there's this random week, which doesn't really count for anything. And then it's mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You're right. So Christmas is basically a three-week month. December is a three-week month. Um, because you are right. Because no, we were talking about this in my live call last night with the girls. I put on one just like a little bit of a Q and A with them before Christmas, and um, we were all. I basically said like that last week of Christmas is like a non-week. Nobody knows what day it is. Nobody knows what they're doing, and nobody has a clue about anything. So I was like, you're right. It's a three-week month. Um, but yeah, next week is the nineteenth, and then that is Christmas week. So. Yeah. Anyway, we don't need to discuss this on our podcast, but we need to decide if we're doing a podcast <laughs> that day. Um, I've got but, a week off as well. What, so that I'm week? Off. Or that I'm taking the week off of Christmas? Yeah, 23rd to the 2nd, I'm off. <laughs> Yay! Same dates, yeah. Please, look at us. <laughs> I know, I was like, I am doing this. I am doing it. Um, I'm usually quite good. I do take time off at Christmas, but... This year, touch wood, I don't feel I'm going to be ill. Like the last few years, I've been really, really ill at Christmas and I've been gutted because I just don't feel like I've had that time off. But I feel like I'm all right. So touch wood, I don't get ill now next week. Um, and none of the kids have got germs, so that's good. So I feel like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Have you got plans this Christmas? No, not really. We've got, um, I'm at the panto with my mother-in-law this evening. Oh, what panto are you going to go and see? Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I love a Christmas panto. I have a, that's one of the things I actually want to do um, next year because I don't know if I'll get into one this year. <laughs> yeah, we've got the, um, we do one on Christmas Eve in Nottingham as well, which is like our tradition. I think I've been going since I was two or something. Oh, cute. That is just not going anywhere. No, that's a nice tradition yeah. to have though. Yeah, much to my little brother's despair. I'm sure but that's a typical boy thing that's why that's why I don't go to Panto because the boys don't want to go they're like no way yeah Daniel yeah. loved it when he's the year he came see yeah I think I just need to find a funny one for them to go to maybe they like they wouldn't appreciate Beauty and the Beast as much as I would but you need to come to Nottingham then because it's hilarious I that's what I'll do I'll just come to you for the Christmas um one year that'd be cool um and also I was away this weekend and it made me think you know we said we were gonna set a date to go and do a bit of work away next year. I think we definitely should. I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about that this week. Ah, I was, I was thinking about it too. <laughs> I was doing my finances, so I was yeah. like... Honestly, was like, like, it was... Yeah, like, it was really nice just to get away. And it wasn't, like, for a long... It was, like, three days. Um, in the kind of, like, winter months as well, where it's a bit cold, a little bit miserable here, to just get off a plane and it's sunny, it's warm. It was really, really refreshing. And... Yeah, I was like, Annie and I are going to do this next year. So, yeah, I've said it out loud now, so it's going to happen. And I've, I've announced it to the podcast people, so yeah. they are going to hold us accountable. 
you are. If you don't hear us abroad next year, podcasting from. Yeah, well, when we need to book it, and then we'll be like, these are the dates we're going, set the intention, and then we go off and do it. Um, but today, we thought we'd have a nice little chat about, well, obviously, kind of Christmas, but just being sensible around stuff. And so you, I guess, talking about, how do you explain it? You explain it. You go. I guess we're just talking about how to stop overcomplicating it. That's the word I'm looking for. You know, the fitness industry, the wellness industry, the weight loss industries, they just love to make things so unbelievably complicated. And I think when you get to the, the root of why that is, right, it's because everybody needs to have a unique methodology. Mm-hmm. Everybody has to have something unique to sell to you. Because at the end of the day, like, science just isn't that sexy. But actually... it. Actually, I challenge that of myself. It's like I'm having a conversation with myself today. But this is, do you know I voice note myself? Oh, I do that. I, I do that. I don't know what, I just worry that I send it to, I it should be in my own little box, I think, to myself. But I do something, oh my gosh, if I go into the wrong one and say that, that's going to be a bit mental. So I, I need to find a better system or something. I need an app that I can use that I don't use for any other, anything else. So it's just me Ooh. Actually, I've just realised because I've got WhatsApp business and WhatsApp normal now. I might yeah. just set chat with myself. Oh. Myself on WhatsApp because because my WhatsApp business number is a different number that runs off that runs the app off the different app. But anyway, oh. sorry. Oh. Uh, tangent. Uh, an irrelevant tangent. So yeah, and I think actually even nowadays though, the really fundamental science is no longer sexy. And so I think people have rebranded science, do you not think? As like, yeah. you know, like Tim Spector and Glucose Goddess. Yeah. Mindy Peltz. <laughs> I'm really name dropping today. Usually yeah. I don't do that. Let's not talk about too much. I think science has had this like comeback. And so everyone says, oh, this is a science-backed program. Yeah. You know, there's so much research behind this. And it's like, realistically, there really isn't. And so they inflate the evidence or completely misconstrue it or actually just invent it. Yeah, Um, some of them just invent it and expect, like, let's not name her, but that one you just said now, when she said about water and a wand. Oh, I don't. Honestly, I was like, and this woman has, like, multiple millions of people, thousands of views, and I'm like, I've struggled to get 500 people to even watch a reel, let alone... You know what? And I'm actually talking about common sense here. But honestly, yeah. like you're right. The industry is just like it's, it's like you said. It's not sexy. You can't sell. Well, you can sell science, but it doesn't sound as good as I've got this new formula or my coaching method gives you this and this and this formula we worked on. And I'm like, crikey, it's just it's just about calories. And it is. I think we've lost our sense to be sensible and think for ourselves. I think that's a big thing as well. I think we don't know how to think for ourselves very well either. We think someone else has the answer or the next that again because I do wonder if people are still looking for a bit of a quick fix or something that's easy that's not going to take the work to put into it to see the results long term well yeah that it's like it's almost like having lost touch with reality right because I guess we live in a world where we are constantly being sold to we are constantly being marketed to and especially the women I work with right um in perimenopause and mental menopause there's, that's an, that's a really vulnerable position, right? There's there's some really vulnerable stuff going on there, and the amount that they get bombarded with, 
and just constantly told that they're that made to feel I guess like they're broken like there's something else going on it's overwhelming and then obviously then I think you just have this this layer over everything that everything's just a bit like you, you feel like there's something you're not quite getting or there's there's some coaching yeah yeah um and actually it's just having someone there to say no none of that is true all of that is just inflated marketing and sales terms right we need to look at what the evidence says and look at the fundamentals behind how fat loss happens and that is by creating a negative energy balance and if there's anybody that you follow that makes it seem like it's not a calorie deficit for fat loss mm -hmm. don't get me wrong i'm not saying it's as simple as a calorie deficit but i'm saying that the fundamentals of fat loss are about creating that negative energy balance or that calorie deficit consistently over time mm -hmm. if someone is making you feel like it's not that they need unfollowing or yeah. they're, they're not telling the truth yeah I saw a couple this weekend. No, I saw a few different new things pop up, and I was like, "So there's different different people are now calling there, which is like I said, essentially a calorie deficit. Different. Oh, this is a new formula I've got. This is like a new method to use for fat loss. And I'm just like, ladies and gents, if there's any gents listening, you need to wise up to this because it it's never going to stop either. This is the thing. It's never going to stop. It's only going to get, in my opinion, I think it's going to get worse because I think there'll be new things being pushed out there new formulas new trips new, new all of this kind of tricks and whatever they want to hook you in on and if you still can't be critical of thinking about what you're looking into and what you're buying into then you're always going to fall for these things and I think that's what Annie and I don't want especially going into new year because it's, it's going to be oh my gosh it's going to be even tenfold in the new year there'll be there'll be a celebrity coming out with some not even a workout thing but I don't know I'm doing this now I'm doing this new way to lose weight I'm drinking this or something or I'm you know and it or you know like just the whole thing with the whole spiking sugar levels came out massively there'll be something in January that they're already working on that's going to be thrown at you in full force come a uh, boxing day probably um and it is you the only way to lose weight is being in a deficit and they can put any spin on it they want but and it's and again again I think it's about being sensible like we know that this is the hardest thing is is to be in a deficit because there's yeah. so many other elements to fat loss other than just being in a deficit there's, mm -hmm. it, and that's what screws you over and makes it harder um yeah it's it, it's understanding that the fun the fundamental driver of weight gain and weight loss or fat loss is energy balance right it's creating that negative energy deficit for you by either reducing the amount that you eat or increasing how much you move or a combination of both consistently over time but doing that there are so many things that come into that and I think that's why we talk so much about your behaviors right like your behaviors drive like how much you consume they drive your habits around food your habits around movement like your behaviors are everything yeah. and it's your mindset because again like for example I don't know you spend two weeks following some plan meticulously and the scale goes up by two pounds mm -hmm. and you think oh my God, screw this. I simply cannot lose weight. This is hopeless. I'm useless. Insert all or nothing thinking, catastrophizing, whatever. 
and then you just think screw this I'm just gonna eat whatever until you get to a point where you're like okay I want to try again yeah that's mindset stuff and this is why we just we talk about these things all the time we talk about what drives your behaviors and this doesn't have to be super complicated right with some clients we might be talking about I don't know for example they don't feel like they're worth mm-hmm. taking the action yeah or they don't feel deserving of the outcome of fat loss say for example or getting the results that they desire because their self-worth is so low mm-hmm. um or they've been told to not prioritize their needs or that they're not important or whatever deep stuff comes up there and then that's what drives maybe self-sabotage behaviors or them not showing up consistently or it impacts their eating behaviors okay that's one thing a bit more deep what's maybe less deep is just the fact that when you go shopping and you do your Aldi shop, this is me last night, you do your Aldi shop when you're hungry. Yeah. You end up buying tortilla chips and salsa dip and then telling your partner to spoon feed at you in the car because you're that hungry. (laughs) That is a behavior that if consistently done is really not going to support me being in a deficit if I want to lose body fat, right? And also fundamentally probably isn't that great for my health either if it was done repeatedly. Mm. And so that's a behavior that's a little less deep, but is still relevant. And actually I'm going to look at that and explore that. Oh, hey, like that probably wasn't in line with my goals yesterday, you know, eating, like buying tortilla chips and salsa dip right before I made a delicious Thai green curry as my meal prep for the week. And actually I'm going to look at that and think next time I go to the shop, I'm going to have, I don't know, a protein yogurt or you're having something, yeah, before you go. So you're not, and again, like you said, it's a behavior change. It's something you've learned from the experience of what happened yesterday. And again, that's why, in my opinion, if you're always on like a, a rigid meal plan, then you don't get to know that stuff. You don't get to learn these behaviors because maybe you never go to the shop when you're hungry, which is great. But what happens if you have to let go of that coach and you don't have that meal plan with you? And then you, because you, not, I've never stuck to a meal plan because I've done them myself, when I've left that coach, I've never carried on with the meal plan that I was on. I used it when I was with the coach. And then as soon as I left, I just went back to my default trait mode is that I, because I diet on lower end calories and my maintenance isn't high due to just PCOS and endometriosis. For me, I tend to save all my calories for too late in the day. And then I can't stop. And And that's what I never, ever really learned to understand or deal with when I was always on a meal plan because I was just trying to follow that so then that's why I always 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 regain the weight back after doing it so again it's something that I've had to learn the hard way I suppose gaining weight afterwards and then coming going and revisiting oh well that's not working for me this isn't working for me I need to change that even though I know like I said a calorie deficit is a calorie deficit but it does have to work for you and you and I don't think you can sustainably keep weight off if you haven't changed a your habits and behaviors and b your mindset around food and how you see it Um, your relationship with food is very very important yeah there's a lot of things that like we say drive supporting you being in a deficit and then eventually supporting you being at maintenance or Mm. a healthy fluctuation thereabouts right um and I talk a lot, we talk a lot about skills, like developing yeah. skills. And I think sometimes people think, what are the, because again, yeah. 
you know, what, what's, what are the skills? What are the, we always just want to know, what are the skills? What are the strategies? Someone says, like, I remember thinking, wait, what was it? One of my clients, one of my clients messaged me once being like, oh, you talk about strategy all the time. Like, what's a strategy? And it's like, you know, or like, what are skills? And I think, I think one of those, one of the biggest skills that we have just basically spoken about is awareness. Yeah. Mm. awareness is a really really critical skill for sustainable fat loss or like you know like lifelong behavior change having that awareness and that curiosity and I think curiosity is again a mindset yeah about what it is that drives your behaviors understanding that it's your behaviors that support your deficit yeah um, and I think just recognizing that it's like when you have the, like when you know it's a calorie deficit right or you have the caloric awareness around the foods that you're eating because maybe you have tracked um, mm. for a period of time, like you're familiar with that tool, then if you are still struggling to see fat loss or to quote unquote stick to it or be consistent, then we need to go beyond that. We need to look at your behaviors and what's driving them. Yeah. And I think, again, it's building that awareness. Like you said, I think awareness is one of the biggest things for fat loss and maintaining afterwards and and I guess like you said a strategy a strategy I can't say the word that to me is like um it's just like a, a blueprint for you it's like a blueprint for you to be able to understand yourself well enough to know I might be feeling um sad emotional upset and one of this came up in my call last night so her go-to is she's from a young age she's always turned to food to give her that comfort so now what we're working on is her blueprint, her strategy for what she's going to do next to stop that from happening all the time. So she's got something else, which is the skill, the toolbox to go and take a different option. Um, but she's also got to not beat herself up because this won't be something that happens. Like it's not going to happen straight away and overnight. Like there's going to be times when she still uses the food for comfort and wishes that she hadn't because it wasn't aligned with her goal at the time. But Again, that's what we mean by strategies and skills and having a toolbox is that you're you're finding your own blueprint for yourself, but maybe in an emotional way rather than in just like follow this, follow this, do this, do this. This is you finding out about you. And I think that's it's intense sometimes as well. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, one of my clients comes to me and, you know, for example, they said, oh, I overate yesterday or Mm. whatever it is. Right we look at, okay, so what, what happened in the lead up to that? What triggered yeah. that? Like, what were you feeling? What were you experiencing? And it could be any number of things, right? Or it could be a combination of all of them. Perhaps, I don't know, they skipped breakfast because they hadn't prepped something in advance and she needed to get the kids out the door. And then someone, the dog had to go for a vet appointment, which was like off the cuff. And then you're just running around like a madman and then a mad woman. And then lunch is just like super on the go and so by the time you get to four o'clock you're super super hungry um you're also really really stressed and kind of dysregulated so you've got that added on top and then perhaps you get to the end of the night and you're just like I've spent all my day focusing on everybody but myself and so then you seek a bit of a reward for yourself Mm. like there's so many reasons that we eat yeah reasons that yeah and I think just really diving into those and understanding them and also skills come from being able to tune in to your hunger to your Mm. hunger cues being able to recognize where you're at you know where your body is at and listening to the cues that it gives you and responding to them as opposed to ignoring them that's another fundamental skill Um, yeah yeah. 
Yeah. Um, oh, there's there's so many that we teach, right? Mindset skills, nutritional skills, and yeah. all of these things. They're not rooted in restriction, but they educate you on your own behaviors. They teach you. They teach you. They teach you because at the end of the day, you need to learn how you're going. To, food is something you have to navigate for the rest of time. Yes. Yeah. And if you feel like you don't know how you would maintain your fat loss without my fitness pal, mm-hmm. how you would maintain your fat loss without following the meal plan that that PT gave you, without intermittent fasting, or you always, I don't know, say six months down the line, end up back at Slimming World or back at Weight Watchers yeah. again, and it's a continuous cycle. But if you don't feel like you're able to sustain your balance with those things, or you don't want to be doing them when you're 80 years old, and you're like, well, how? Yeah. Then this is what you need. Yeah. Definitely. And I, again, it's like you said, it's the blue, it's your blueprint. It's you need to know you inside and out in a lot of different ways um, to, I'd like to say it's going back to the beginning, isn't it? Of what you said about the, just being sensible with your, your food as well. Like I sometimes think we overcomplicate everything anyway, but well, we do overcomplicate it. <clears throat> and being in like a deficit, I think as well, women do know when they are, they've eaten like they're on a diet. Do you know, I think you do know that, but, but you you tell yourself, like you said, if you've had a hard day, you've had a, a stressful day, things have got your dysregulated, all, all your emotions are everywhere. You will tell yourself, well, I deserve that. I, re- I need that now because I haven't had, I haven't had any time for myself. So you feed yourself then something, but you know that you're not in a deficit then if you've had four biscuits on top of everything else that you might've eaten in a day. And, and again, it's those little things that you have to learn to not overcomplicate a fat loss phase as well like it is gonna be you're not gonna be able to fit in absolutely everything that you want to eat when you're dieting you're gonna have to make choices and make different uh, yeah different choices I don't know what else I was gonna say there but yeah you've got to be logical with this stuff you can't try and cheat the the system I suppose the dieting system you can't cheat it um but I think it helps if you have good skills around knowing yourself and you've got the awareness like we said with strategies can't say the word, what's wrong with me? And skills to understand how to navigate it so that you can not track and still lose weight. And like a lot of the ladies now, I'm, I'm leaning them out of tracking going into December. And like, we're not really, my reel today is about, or tomorrow, about not going into a, like you've got two weeks left of the year. Maybe having a fat loss goal for the last two weeks of the year is not very wise because it's going to be too hard to stick to. And then you're just going to feel disappointed. And I think that's also happened. Then the disappointment kicks in. You don't know how to deal with that emotion. So then there's more food that lands on, in, in you somehow. So it's, yeah, it's kind of like trying to take the simpleness of a diet and, and applying that in the easiest way that you can. But it's, it is complicated in lots of other ways. But we just don't want you falling for all the fads that are going to come out over the next. I wouldn't be surprised if they start before Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. Well, well yeah, precisely. I mean, there's the big ramp up up to December isn't that like diet into Christmas almost as like damage control for when you inevitably overeat or binge because nobody's taught you how to not do that Mm. and how to navigate Christmas with more balance and the skills again to be able to do that um and I think as well like it's recognizing that this stuff doesn't come easy whilst we're saying it doesn't have to be complicated and the industry tends to overcomplicate it and 
we're talking about simplifying it for you that doesn't mean that it doesn't take work yeah that, that you're you can lose body fat with the same behaviors that you have now we fundamentally need to change something for the long term if you have been yo-yoing or you're not seeing progress right now like we just we do and I think it's taking ownership of that it's mm. accepting that work as well but oh, yeah when you do that work this then should be the last time that you have to diet and that is to say that that's going to take three months that might take six months to two years depending on where you're currently at depending on what your lifestyle looks like right now depending on what's driving your behaviors and how deep-rooted some of those things might be right but that saves you from a lifetime of well a lifetime subscription to Weight Watchers or mm. yo-yo dieting or feeling miserable in your body um yeah yeah that's true and I think the amount of times that you probably go back and do those programs and whatever it is that you could have spent that same amount of time actually really really investing in you yourself understanding yourself and coming away with skills for life um and then you only maybe need a coach if you actually want some massive accountability. It's not so much from skill work, the, the behavior change. It's like, oh, actually, I've got a little mini target goal here. I just, I need you to be on me just to make sure I'm sticking to everything. And you go to a coach for that, not the deep, deep work that you have to do right now to get to that point. It's kind of like where I'm at now. I go to coach because I might want to get a little bit stronger or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I need someone to be accountable to. So I go to the gym, so I train, so I know someone else is kind of watching over what I'm doing. Um, and I think that's a nice place to be in because you're actually like, well, I, I don't need you for food as much. It's just for accountability, but yeah. it does take work. And I think as well, the biggest thing is you have to want this. You have to be willing to change the way that you've always done stuff. And you have to accept that it will take a bit longer, but it will be a better route that you take. It's not going to be done overnight, you know. It, it's funny because I always say, you know, you want the quick route, you want the, mm. the quick, the fast route, the shortcut. But actually, I honestly think the quickest route is doing this work. Yeah. Quick yeah. What was like the skills and strategy required for sustainable fat loss and changing your behaviors for the long term. Because otherwise, the alternative is you think the, the quick route is the six week weight loss challenge, or do you know what? I'm just going to go on another round of um slimming shakes and just yeah. get it off and I'll be motivated to keep it up except you won't I promise you um you know it's they're things that will literally leave you in that cycle regaining the weight for years on end that's mm. not that's not the crew no it's not it's because you you never well you keep having to go back for a start and you keep looping over the same weight you're never getting past I bet you never get past the, the point either of the weight that you want to lose you lose it then you stop the club and then you put it back on again so you're always losing that same half a stone stone and then you can never get part so yeah it actually isn't the quickest route but there you go let's wrap it up before i start slating some other things that have bothered me this week about the fat loss industry and quick fixes that i've seen everywhere i'm like right we'll be back in january with that yeah definitely because they're going to be all over the place oh my gosh i can't oh yeah, I think I'll just keep a lot of the things muted on my social media accounts, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just going to schedule everything and then just depart. From yeah, honestly, that was something that I, I'm going to do a lot of. I'm going to be like, there, there it is. I'm going to go up. I'm going to show I'm not scrolling because it will massively do my tits in. But anyway, we will be here hopefully next week with another podcast for you. 
and then we'll have a little Christmas break and then we'll be back in the new year to help you even further. So mm. yeah, thanks for listening. Give us a five star, share us, like us, do all of that stuff. Um, yeah, and we hope this helps in some way. And please message if you need anything. Um, you know where we both are. Cool. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye.